0: It is time to tune up the band and have a free-for-all in a swimming pool, because it's time for another Sweet Chinwag podcast. I am Sam, joined as ever on this very, very wacky episode with Dan and Reardon. Good afternoon, gentlemen. (laughs) Good
1: afternoon. What did I sign up for, guys?
2: Chaos. Excitement
1: swimming pools apparently all right
2: yes
1: (laughs) let's all right i am i will admit i am intrigued scared but intrigued
0: (laughs) oh it's only gonna get worse from here
2: really anyway we what's the the line from johnny bravo is it i'm sickened but
0: curious (laughs) yes yeah yeah that is is one hell of a quote there and a throwback as well dad i'm 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 impressed (laughs) I'm very We used to watch Johnny Bravo back in the day. Who didn't? Mm. Who didn't? Did you hear hit... right, fun fact before I get into the in, into the spiel, did you know there was going to be a live action film version with Dwayne Johnson playing Johnny Bravo? That's I'm not... happy that didn't pass pre production. <laughs> I I know. I
1: don't know actually.
2: Yeah, but I feel like this would have been at the same time as like the Tooth Fairy.
1: Oh yeah, no, that's fair enough actually, I take
2: it back. <laughs>
0: Actually, it was going to be his second ever film role after The Scorpion King. Okay, that's definitely a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, now we've gone off. We've already gone straight into a tangent. We're not even five minutes in. it's just in. part of the course for this episode. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. We give you this podcast thanks to those lovely people over at SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and finally... On Apple Podcasts. Yeah, boy, we're on the iTunes store now. Booyah!
1: Hell oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took
0: us long enough, but we're finally there. And of course, forever pending other platforms. Oh dude, I've already been looking up other
2: platforms we can put our podcast on. It's gonna be amazing.
1: We're just like are we like the Borg of, of podcasts now?
0: <laughs> Soon enough we'll be on the WWE network. Ha ha ha! they wish they wish
1: (laughs) what what for that counter content
0: absolutely dude we're
2: gonna be up with the great names such as Corey Graves and
0: Jerry Lynn no uh (laughs) <laughs> I just wanted to say Jimmy Lynn's <laughs> name. Anyway, before we get on to this episode all about DDT Pro Wrestling and to blow Reardon's mind for at least an hour and a half, it is time to head over to Dan for this week's wrestling news.
1: Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun
0: wrestling news did that
2: on the fly
1: did say, that
0: on the fly i love the festive uh, touch there reardon well done sir yeah. Dog star for you we are getting <laughs> very very festive <laughs> mm.
2: oh. uh, so starting off with raw my first thing to say about this big adam pierce gm <laughs> <laughs> just give us a gm figure i don't know why why, why they're hanging back on it so much because adam pierce is just acting like an on-screen gm <laughs> I
1: miss general managers.
0: I know. I so mean, foreign. I don't miss the authority, but I miss general managers.
2: Yeah, but the author- yeah. The difference
0: is the authority sucked. <laughs> and Adam Pierce said fart on live television, so immediately he was ten better. times better. <laughs> like,
2: I, I, just, I just don't know why they haven't done it. Hell, if they just want to, if they want to do it in the weird way and have like, I don't know, Pat Buck on Raw and Adam Pierce on SmackDown. Because NXT has an authority figure, and it's already a very
0: well-established one in William Regal. God, I, I never thought by the end of this year, I would have you would have even humoured the suggestion that Adam Pearce and Pat Buck were authority figures for WWE. But yet here <laughs> we are. It's been one hell of a year, but yet here we are. <laughs> well, ever since we had the weird situation
2: where, for some reason, Pat Buck, who we'd never seen before, was... Delivering Nia Jax her punishment for whatever thing she'd done on the show. We we're like, okay, so are they are authority figures or not? Then Adam Pearce started appearing on both shows. I mm. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, much I like a lot much it. like pretty much everything on Raw since about April. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Man, we've all become Lex Luger. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Question is, really is your t-shirt too tight too?
1: Um you remember that to is unlock the door. That is that is questions that are for me to know and I don't like this line of questioning. <laughs> uh
2: moving on though, it's just to say Asuka versus Shayna Baszler is a WrestleMania match? Yes. Like so. if they want to if they want to build for it, have them face off at have them face off at the Rumble, go ahead, but honestly the women's tag titles honestly feel like they're going nowhere. Um, I assume they're only being defended on Raw because of COVID safety, mm. uh, which A, nullifies kind of a central point of the titles, but also, like, th- there's no real challenge for them. Yeah. It's like they're waiting out for something, but their response to waiting out
0: is, we'll just let them hold it. <laughs> That's Honestly, that sounds like the kind of the operation that WWE has been on since March. I mean, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't surprise me in any way shape or form but no you're right dan i that's a wrestlemania caliber match and i really want to see that like really want to see that but we're probably going to get lana asker
2: well i i don't know where they're going with it because obviously ask the women's champion on board. yeah
0: i just i,
2: I um you know see lana is just there look like people will get annoyed at me because I, w- I will say she has improved much in her time absolutely she's working with much better wrestlers and was doing some fairly was doing some pretty decent mat work Haringa she has just improved been perfect since she i know her first it's incredible NXT.
0: um she has improved a lot and she was part of the best moment of this year when mp mvp called her a fought on live <laughs> television <laughs> dude i fucking love mvp so this is a side
2: this is a side note obviously those people have been doing their end of year awards for any like wrestling podcast that's done an end of year award that's they've had a a vote for like best return mvp has been my vote in basically every single time
0: yes yeah it cannot be
2: understated how good mvp has been this year he's been
1: so good so good
2: um but yeah, so I don't know where they're really going with it. And obviously they have the weird team of
0: Peyton Royce and Lacey Evans, which is seemingly going nowhere. As we said when this first happened, what's the point? Yeah, what, literally, what's what's the what, point?
2: Is, what is the point? What is the point? As far as I know, they appear to be the only other women's wrestlers on Raw. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, man. So I have no idea where this is going or mm. what they plan, or what any of it is doing. Um, in terms of other things where people have no idea what's happening and what's going on, we also... Oh,
0: sorry, I should say there's also Dana Brooke. Um, oh, by the way, uh, which I saw a... I, I don't know who tweeted it, but I saw a, 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 <laughs> i I'm not going to repeat it, because they said, name the tag team of, uh, of Ricochet and Dana Brooke... And I'm not going to rename it. I'm not going to repeat what they said because it was—it uh, made me laugh. It also, made me go, "Oh my god, that's disgusting." <laughs> Basically, leave it to oh, your no. own imagination. But if anyone has seen the tweet, I will let you guys know after we're done recording what they what this guy called them. Okay. I'm not repeating it on this podcast. <laughs> Good.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, but speaking of uh, things that are very directionless and I have no idea where they're going, retribution appeared again, and that was about it. Uh, there's nothing else to really say. Yeah. Um In Moving terms of on. things that have in terms of things that have good direction and know where they go, Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton's coming along pretty well. Uh, I still pop every time for the short clothesline from Bray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That he has that thing on lock. I oh, love it. <laughs>
0: um
2: yeah, just really interested to see what they're gonna be doing with this um and what it's gonna build up to
0: something eventually petering out <laughs> I, dare, I, I dare I dare say it but uh, I it's hope like not. it's like you're correct but also I don't like the fact that you are yeah. yeah and that's the problem of being a fan of the WWE you hope and you pray for something different to happen and then they just repeat themselves uh, just going on
2: to me giving my personal opinion just again I love John Morrison <laughs> Yes. Like, he can make anyone seem like a million bucks. Yes. The dude, the dude's amazing. And I, I, I'm really liking that he's getting a more prominent place, although so I would like to see him, you know, Johnny Mundo kind of feeling coming back. But yes. that probably won't be happening in WWE. <laughs> but still, I can dream. Maybe I've just been watching too many um, future Underground highlight videos.
0: <laughs> it's been that sort of week then, yeah? So
2: I, I put it on. You. I put. I put it on Twitter. I, I had a moment where I was just like, "Man, I really miss Lucha Underground."
0: <laughs> I don't blame you. I really don't because it was great.
2: So I just had. I just had a day where I was like, "I got to go back and watch them." <laughs> it was great. <laughs> um, just a side note. I know, obviously, this is like a whole thing within the realm of kayfabe. Does the concept of accidental just not exist to wrestlers? <laughs>
1: Very good question.
2: Because, like, it was abundantly clear in the match with Drew McIntyre Shavers that that was not meant to happen.
0: And yet they were like, okay, now I must kill you. <laughs> no, there's no such place as a, as, as a workplace accident in WWE. You should know this. There's, there's, there's a perfectly good reason why you don't see wrestlers on, a, on, those, on those injury lawyers for you adverts. I know, it's like... <laughs> It's just so
2: it's just so weird to me because every time really? I see it I'm like man you just think they'd be like hey look that wasn't meant to happen right okay let clean slate clean slate but they're like no you accidentally hit me so now you must die
0: <laughs> That's what having a receipt in the world of wrestling means as well as potatoes yeah. is when you do a, is when you intentionally hit someone with a closed fist like <clears throat> Like everyone remembers the I'd... very famous or infamous moment where uh, Perry Saturn was going up against yep. a, an enhancement talent or a jobber. And the guy kind of botched a, I think it was a suplex, and it landed right on Perry Saturn's head. And Perry Saturn uh, uh, goes to punch and kick the living poop out of him and then throws him out of the ring and he lands head first and onto the mat uh, <sighs> outside. And that's why Perry Saturn got the moppy gimmick. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God.
2: I mean, look, we... Perry Sutton had some interesting gimmicks, let's just say that.
0: Yes, remember, that all stems as well from the fact that he was suffering from concussions. You know, it was a yeah. different world back in <laughs> 2001 when they didn't know much about concussions.
2: <laughs> uh, sorry, this, I know this is a side note from the news, but do you remember the Perry Sutton gimmick where you used to get hit in the head with chairs and then we'd start just saying random stuff?
0: Yes, Yes, I think it was deadlock that was like California raisin squirrels and it was something like that. Yeah,
2: (laughs) like that was his his gimmick was getting hit in the head with legit chair shots unprotected.
0: Yeah, and then would start you know he would and then and then he just starts saying random shit. The times have changed, is what we're saying. Breeden's in stunned silence, and I'm not surprised one bit.
1: Yeah, I'm more stunned side with like, oh god, remember back in the day where where you could have a gimmick that was, I take chair shots to the head?
0: Yeah, I mean, Ken Shamrock Shari. in a nutshell.
2: Well, I was going to say, that was Ken Shamrock, Masato Tanaka, <laughs> Perry Saturn.
0: Mike Awesome.
2: Mike Awesome. So, quite a few people had it. <laughs> ECW? <laughs> yeah, just the whole of ECW. Um... <laughs> no but going on though let's talk about war games oh uh two really great war games matches
0: yes yeah the women's Um, one i
2: really like the women's one um i am just gonna say this uh i don't like the new
0: stable that has formed out of it which is now called the way which i hate right no joke and apologies i i'm sorry but because of meme culture really yeah. ruining that, is, I immediately is, thought of Knuckles. I'm sorry. I immediately this, thought this of Knuckles. This is Duck. what
2: I mean. I saw mm. it and I was like, they called the way and I was like, oh god, that's reminding me of that god-awful meme that went around like two years ago. But I
0: know that someone on Twitter said, but do they know? That's and I was all like, they like, It's a caption yeah, it's like, do, Does Johnny Gargano know about
2: it? <laughs> do if they he does, If he does... Is that the problem?
1: I mean, he is, of all people is, would. Dis- right? Yeah,
2: I feel like he would, but this is also disregarding my hatred of the group because it has Austin Theory in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, that. a <laughs> that's a separate thing. That's a separate thing. Yeah, that is a very. My favorite thing, thing has been people cropping out the pic- cropping the pictures to remove Austin Theory. Just yes. been hilarious. Yeah, because people just keep doing it and quote tweeting it, which is amazing. <laughs> um, but just I i i'm just so it, it just annoys me so much that i see it and i'm like oh, that's, a, that's a fairly cool stable shame i hate the name i still don't particularly care for indy hartwell that much
0: which is a shame because like i don't i think maybe this is a maybe it's her, uh, her been her booking um that's been a cause of that she's not a bad wrestler at all it's just i think it's this i just think it's the whole formation of this stable and the way they've gone about it, it hasn't been it hasn't hooked me as, as as much as I think they wanted it. Yeah, to I, th- hook I think people. I just
2: I do think I just don't really know why they're there. Mm. I mean, why because does... like be, the, the last I remember of indie hot was that she sent a TV to like the Gargano's house.
0: <laughs> yeah, and th- that's the thing. Why does Gargano need a stable when he can kick out of every finishing move?
2: <laughs> Especially That's if true. he's
0: lasting 40 minutes in a match. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I because I, I love Johnny Gargano, but still.
2: <laughs> but yeah. and I, I don't know. I mean, this is going to be a thing I am just going to say. I don't... They, and this isn't Indy Hartwell's fault. But I feel like she's been lost in the shuffle of just a really, really stacked women's division. Yeah. Because <laughs> mm. yeah. I I've, I've always thought she's kind of... Kind of middling.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, don't
2: know that she's ever really impressed me with her in-ring work, but the problem is also, like, the NXT women's roster in that WarGames match had eight women who are all legit title contenders. Yeah.
0: And the that Women's do Champion did the most amazing spot I have ever seen in a oh, cage yes. match slash WarGames match. So if you've not seen this read and i assume you may have seen this floating about i think
2: you might have seen the gif i might have sent it
0: into the chinwag one i don't think it did though Um,
1: yes you did yes you did yeah i I
0: think i did Rai, after being kind of kept out of the cage thanks to raquel gonzalez decides to climb upon the cage with a trash can put it over herself and dive off the cage donkey kong style that's It reminded <laughs>
2: it reminded me of the one uh, I can't remember. That someone was on the apron, they put it over them, and then like did the dive onto them and like flipped out of it. <laughs> Don't um, be Alan, I have to say your though, your heart out. I have to say though, the the spot of the match for me, uh, the eclipse onto the chairbacks. Oh yes, because
0: <ortunes> that could have ended. I
2: would not want to be the
0: person doing or receiving that move
1: <laughs> there is nothing good about that move
0: you know what moves like you know what moves like that or spots like that always remind me i'll harken back to the day of when the Hardys versus eminem and that joey mercury spot when he unfortunately had basically his face exploded because of the ladder uh which always worries me when they do spots like this is because one false move an inch here and an inch there and that's a serious injury <laughs> it was just it was just ridiculous seeing it but god yeah but god when it works but like it is a good spot
2: it, it hit it hit perfect yeah um but the, the the men's war game match was also really good you Pat know, mccarthy man dude the thing is i i think he's kind of set the new standard for ce- for what you're terming celebrity involvement in wrestling i think he's fully embraced it i would argue he's on his way to becoming as much a wrestler as he is a celebrity
0: yeah like reardon this man can pull off a swanton a really good swanton my I add. yeah he pulled, a, he pulled off a movie pulled off a moonsault i yeah. do
1: like me some swantons
0: and this man was a punter in the nfl this man hit a moonsault better than some indie wrestlers i've seen <laughs> He gets Jesus. a moonsault better than CM Punk, even though CM Punk would probably admit himself that he can't. That he can't do a moonsault. To be fair, CM
2: Punk also admitted that his elbow dropped kind of
0: sucked. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. No joke. Uh, I always said Phil Punk. I should say we love you. and You are one of my favorite. No, races, we, still, I, you absolutely, him I absolutely, love life. him.
2: <laughs> um, but then going. I mean, also with the uh, with the other matches. Again, very good. Pretty de- decent North American title match. I would have just kind of loved to see Leon Rough pop off a little bit more. Yeah. But um also the uh the Timothy Thatcher match against uh Champa. Ah. <sighs> <sighs> oh, I love was, that. Uh, match. Was was really was really good.
0: Uh str- So really interesting to see where they go with that. I enjoyed the strap match. It's one of my more yeah, favourite strap, match. strap matches. Um I just loved Cameron Grimes' kind of silliness. Although, like, he didn't want to be in the strap with Dexter Lewis. He wanted his own strap, and he came down to the ring with it, and then he taxed Lewis, and then he re and then And then just the tomfoolery of trying to run away from Dexter Lewis, despite the fact that he is strapped to him. I did like the one where he went around the
2: kind of- the, the- the tower they're supporting the war games thing <sighs> yeah. i thought that was really cool that they actually like acknowledged it <laughs> oh.
0: oh that was that was a fun old match for sure
2: no it was it was it was really good and then i think that kind of continued into uh this week's nxt which I have to say i have to say i'm being ever impressed by the story vignettes for boa and xia
0: yes like this like one... they are actually Really well produced. (laughs) They are this week in Boa and Zia Lee's excellent adventure. Excellent adventure and being fucking tortured. (laughs) They are go. They are beaten to a bloody pulp this time.
1: oh boy oh oh, my
0: yeah and so i i I, again this is one of those things like i said last week i'm excited but good lord please let it pay off well (laughs) please let this one pay off well because oh i'm scared i'm scared (laughs) yeah like i i
2: i am i am somewhat scared and i think it is gonna have a good payoff but my fears from last week still remain yes Yes, which is that it's going to be a thing that is very heavily Chinese focused, that is going to have a non-Chinese person as the leader.
0: Can we talk about the the, the now kind of this the story leading to the NXT Championship, please, Dad? So just kind of cheer Absolutely. us up. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> uh, we can talk about we can talk about Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> Go
0: to the hospital to visit Bobby. should shouldn't you be in the hospital with your mate Bobby? <laughs> As I said to you guys, Kylo Riley is a treasure that we should all cherish and keep Absolutely. Safe. <laughs> oh yeah, that man is just amazing. And... Yeah, no, it, it's it's really good. I,
2: I I like the the work he's putting in with Pete Dunn. Also, I'm glad he's still in the main
0: event picture.
2: Yeah, no, he absolutely should be staying there. I, I saw a really funny thing uh, recently that was like, "So is Kyle O'Reilly the only full-time member of the Undisputed
0: Era?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, come <laughs> on, look, Bobby's getting on in his years. You know, yeah. Roddy Roddy's been in hell of matches, and Adam Cole's Adam Cole, so he deserves the time off. <laughs> He's the longest reigning NXT champion, so he does deserve to have the time off. <laughs> yeah, no, it, lo- it looks really good, and um, I
2: mean, obviously. We had Karrion Cross returning as well.
0: So excited to see Karrion Cross back.
2: <laughs> so excited. I really enjoyed the moment of Finn Balor just going, I know what you're going to say, tick, tuck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> With Scarlet in what can only be described as quite a revealing um, outfit. I mean, I'm assuming they just had it left
2: over from one of Poppy's performances, and we're like, you can wear that yeah <laughs> that that's what it seemed thing.
0: like to me the shoulders especially the legion of doom shoulders as well i was thinking yeah that's oh, definitely gosh. one of Poppy's. uh had an absolutely down. horrific amount of latex <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean there is no such thing
0: <laughs> yes there is <laughs> unless you're an extra in the matrix <laughs> tell me i'm wrong you, got, you gotta get that <laughs> latex leather combo
1: I mean, I know what I know. It's gonna be everyone thinks because, Rin, you're gonna dress up as Morpheus, right, for when the when Matrix Four comes out. I'm like, nope, Trinity. Let's go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: We have it announced that Kushida is going to be partnering with Leon Ruff.
0: I mean, Time Splitters 2.0. No, I'm just. uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Leon Ruff wishes. (laughs) <laughs> no,
2: I'm still, I'm still, I'm still super hyped for it, and I hope they're building to Kushida as the next North American champion. Yeah,
0: this is what I because I think that will really solidify solidify where they are. But... Gargano versus Kushida at Takeover. I paid very good money to see that nine ninety nine 99 for the network, but still, <sighs> <laughs> I would, yeah, I I would be very excited for that match. Uh we had. Karrion
2: Cross may have returned, but my favourite return to screen is Malcolm Bivens. <gasps> <Yes! laughs> Let's go! Come on. So the, happy to see him the back. The
0: former Stokely Hathaway, but yes, Malcolm Bivens is back. Like, Reardon, real talk, this guy is possibly one of the greatest managers since Bobby Heenan. I'm going to say it right now. I've said it on pod uh, on the podcast. He is one of the greatest managers, and you should He's be so noticing funny. him.
1: Oh, boy.
0: This guy managed Timothy Thatcher when he was in Evolve and was so damn entertaining as a heel manager. So I'm so glad that they brought him back and put him back on TV. Because it, lo-
2: it looks like they're going to be bringing him back as a version of, like, Robert Stone, but, like, actually good. Yes. Which I will
0: admit is a low bar. <laughs> but Robbie E's Robbie E. he wasn't bad in TNA. It's just he was given a crock of poop in NXT. <laughs> German robbie e joined up with rob terry <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's one of the worst
2: things i've ever seen in my life
0: they wore the same <laughs> jumper as well do you remember it was like two sizes yeah. too small for rob terry um <laughs> it looks like we're going to be
2: getting a heel isaiah scott in the cruiserweight division all for that
0: yes mm. Mm. yes that absolutely that... loved that and he played the kind of cocky heel really well mm. Uh, great match by Jake Atlas as well. Uh, between Yeah, two. great for
2: him. Uh, and then just my final comment, really. I mean, this is consistent for our, uh, NXT, though. More Hoss women matches, man. Yeah. <laughs> NXT are hitting I, them out of the park with them.
1: <laughs> first, 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 I mean, more Hoss women in general. But yes, more Hoss women matches, please. <laughs> Love that shit
2: like I can't lie I think the big feud that they might get out of NXT is going to be Raquel Gonzalez versus Rhea Ripley presumably before Rhea Ripley moves up to main Mm. Mm. so I think they could get an absolute banger out of that because I I mean as I've said on Twitter and everything Raquel Gonzalez is just improving week by week yeah she's gotten so much better from when she first debuted and from when she was first kind of appearing in matches it's amazing So she's absolutely deserving
0: of the place that she's going to get Absolutely. Here's here's hoping she continues that forward momentum up up until she meets the brick wall that is... The (laughs) Omni-flare. That was... Shit!
1: (laughs) That was was very well done. I am impressed. (laughs) I was like, I didn't think Sam had it in him.
0: It's literally, it's just, you hear it on shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, I'm sorry. It was, it was, it was there. It was an open goal. I had No, to it, go is, it is, it is, it
2: is there because Charlotte Flair is literally like the final boss of the women's division.
1: Yeah. Don't you apologize. <laughs> you, God, you're
2: just, to- do- you you're just talking facts.
0: Like. <clears throat> <laughs> she is the Dr. Wiley of the WWE. <laughs> bro <laughs> stop <laughs> spitting facts you're flooding my house out Come on. <laughs> shall we move on then very quickly
2: uh let's move on let's move on to impact uh mm-hmm. we had obviously the crazy big moment of kenny omega and don Callis appearing on impact
0: to talk about why he's there fun fact about this impact it saw a 33 percent viewer increase as well as being the third highest viewed stream on twitch Wow, yeah, that's that's cra- going up against PokiBade and Mister Mister Ninja, whatchamacallit call <laughs> it. Oh,
2: Ninja Epic at Epic
0: Games Amazon Prime. That's the one. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's incredibly impressive. I I don't know about you, Dan. I have thoughts about this about this uh, interview slash promo thingy. One, it's amazing to see cross promotional stuff happening. Uh, two, Don Callis further proving that he is a great promo guy. But I think this had a very much an over reliance on callbacks to the past. Well, because
2: my thing with this is I don't know. I don't know if it's a thing with me, because I will say I think Kenny Omega has a great promo. Mm. Don Callis is fantastic. <clears throat> and I can appreciate them calling back to the past. I just think there's something about Omega's style that wasn't connecting. Mm. Mm. I know a lot of people have been saying, you know, he's trying to bring the Japanese style healing to America, mm. which doesn't really work because the Japanese style of being healed pretty much revolves around not being Japanese. Yes. So disrespecting the culture and acting in a way that's more conducive for against the Japanese ideas
0: basically you're acting kind of very much like a like a villain or a or a a rival boss in the yakuza series basically yeah
2: and so i don't i don't know if it's that i i just think with i think to me they didn't really they didn't really say much Mm. i feel like it all kind of felt a bit unsubstantial because they're like oh we're gonna say why he did it and it's just kind of like donkawa saying He's like my son,
0: and then like that's it. Other than that, it just kind of felt like fluff. Yeah, they're teasing something, and you can definitely tell. And this is this goes for uh, both. Um segments that they did on impact and aew where they're teasing something but of course they're <laughs> well, doing the will i off. think the
2: i think the one they did on dynamite was basically the same promo absolutely was it the
0: same promo like i didn't mind they just it. did it so anyone who didn't watch impact got to see it but on dynamite <laughs> exactly exactly which i didn't mind but at the same time it was like you did say that kind of you were gonna reveal a just a tiny smidge more maybe I would have been very much of, a, of the ilk of why not mix it up and just reveal a bit more if you had that there but I don't know for people that don't have twitch I guess or access TV just repeat verbatim because well, I, you said I to was Josh.
2: gonna I was gonna say you know were they doing it for people who didn't watch impact or didn't feel impulsed to watch impact? But then I think if you're just gonna cut the same promo but just in different words, why not just cut to footage from impact?
0: Exactly. If you're in this kind of agreement now, surely you'll be able to have at least some permissions to use. Because
2: I'll be I'll be here and say, and I've gotten I've
0: gotten distaste for this. I preferred the Tony Khan Tony Skivani one. Oh yeah, oh the uh, the uh, the the old school WCW looking paid advertisement. Yeah. Yeah, you know what, despite Cause, the facts... like Because, like, I will say... <laughs> it was... <sighs> Tony Khan wasn't great. It was a bit of a deer in the headlights, I think, Tony, wasn't yeah. a bit of that.
2: <laughs> but I could kind of appreciate what he was going for. He was painting himself as the heel. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was necessarily his intention, but I could appreciate what they were going for. They were like, I could just buy out Impact if I wanted to. I won't, <sighs> but I could. <laughs> and kind of just being like, no, because he's here. He's going to do that, and we'll have something in store for him when he comes back. Mm. Uh, I've appreciated the line of uh, Tony. You worked in TNA, didn't you? I did one day and then quit the business for eighteen years. Yeah, that which I which is like incredibly <laughs> appropriate it's for TNA. So <laughs> dead, so pad for Tony
0: Schiavone as
2: well. <laughs> but no, I I I felt much more impulsed by this because it was kind of the head of the company you know making a clear statement on the relationship between AEW and impact. Yes. Um so yeah like I said I don't know whether or not there's something about Omega that just wasn't hitting for me, but I very much like the Tony Khan, Tony Skivani one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um I guess that leads us into AEW and of course I know and of course we've talked about that promo, but there was a another promo uh in that and it was um it was the sting one which necessarily was advertised as sting talking to tony but it was essentially cody going to cut a promo and then sting coming in and then just them talking pretty much um i mean which i didn't mind i think you know i think sting cody cut a pretty darn good promo uh talking about this you know being that he's back in the jungle and he's just surveying, yeah. that su- surveying his surroundings. Um, I don't know. I mean, and he said he wasn't interested in Cody. He was more interested in the person that was sat in the in the in the stands, which was Darby Allen. Um, I, 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 I again, I, I don't know how he does this at sixty-one years old, but Sting still manages to keep me incredibly intrigued, uh, especially when he does his promos. So, color me interested. It's he's What's really going to good. Happen?
2: Um Yeah, no, this this uh, this episode of AEW is full of full of weird promos. I'm pretty sure Dustin Rhodes had a Vietnam flashback after Evil Uno. Yes. Yes. <laughs> asked him to be Dark Order number seven.
0: Oh I'm no. Pretty sure. Oh that pretty no. Sh- I'm pretty did Evil Uno now fulfil the prophecy that they t- that new legacy told him to do. And to say the No, voice he, he, was there, he was he was there and said you he said you can join us, you can be seven. Oh no <laughs> God so, <damn> you Johnny.
2: <laughs> so like <laughs> I'm like Dustin was just standing there just like oh no <laughs> Um And then we had the weird interaction between Brandy Rhodes and Shaq and I'm just gonna say this right notwithstanding the context of the situation Are Brandy th- Rhodes is one of the most confusing characters in wrestling yes. for all the wrong reasons. Yes thank you she is simultaneously a face a heel an authority figure a wrestler and she's just so jumbled
0: up i don't know what she's supposed to be hmm. mm. but this also did give birth to probably one of shaq's new memes which was his face in the last two seconds <laughs> yeah of his, that clip. his face after getting water thrown on him yeah. Again, again, Riordan. We will send you that clip, and so you can see for yourself. Sending
1: all the most ridiculous stuff.
0: It's it's amazing. This entire
2: episode is going to be fucking ridiculous. (laughs) But yeah, it's just one of those things. I said that it's just I don't, I don't know where anything stands with Brandy Rhodes. I feel like there's. I don't know if it's like something I'm not getting. I know AEW tried to go on their whole oh, we've moved beyond the concept of face and heel, but, like, there's a difference between being a character that blurs the lines and crosses things over and just someone being a heel one week and a face the other.
0: Yeah. It, it, so, it, I don't it's know. Weird. It's weird, man. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, I I, I don't know.
2: Oh, Brandy Rhodes is weird in the context of AEW. There's your <laughs> quote.
0: Oh, by the way, great match between Orange Cassidy and MJF. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Interfered at the end by Miro because why not? It's Miro. Dude, people are getting the more aggressive Miro that they asked for. And I'm happy about it. I'm just, you know what? In all honesty, I'm just happy seeing Miro doing his thing again. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's- I'm just happy. He, he's, he's honestly just vibing, he's just enjoying his time. Yeah, and you know what? it's 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 great to see, and it's almost infectious in the way that he's just vibing and just enjoying life as a wrestler for the first time it seems in years. Yeah. Yeah, this is the same man that came out in a tank at WrestleMania.
2: Yes, people he been did. throwing
0: it around. They're like,
2: "Oh, you should be challenging for the title," and he was like, "I'm just enjoying what I'm doing, man."
0: <laughs> but well,
2: he's like, he was like, I asked to do all this. This is my. This was part of my idea." So,
0: by the way, man, his Twitch channel—it's so good. Absolutely, so good. Um, is there anything else, Dan? No, that's the end of the news. Oh wait, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh. There is stuff. Uh, God won the tag league. Oh yes, let's not forget that. Blimey, sorry, Tamatonga i i mean it's, it's really weird i feel like you have that you should really should have long hair and a beard so i'm really trying to get used to use clean shaven <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh on NXT uk jordan devlin retained he's going to be retaining until world collide happens yeah
0: i i reckon so
2: yeah he he's not he's not losing until they could do the
0: unification match mm. tyler Bate returned i believe as well for the it's challenge uh, for the heritage. he did
2: cup. he challenged a kid for the heritage cup and lost
0: uh, interesting. uh uh
2: gallus are <laughs> due to defend against the hunt for the nxt uk tag title titles looking forward to that uh and then finally just to pay respects to the passing of uh tommy list
0: tommy Lister, sorry
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, well, who
0: played zeus in no holds barred by the way fantastic film especially because it coined the line of hulk hogan saying dookie and also, of course, we, we do not forget uh, Zeus's best roles as the president yes. and as Debo.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. And, and slightly yeah. outside of wrestling, R.I.P. Barbara Windsor.
0: Yes. At the age British of 80, icon. Try. If everyone's not seen Carry On Camping, it's the most British comedy film you've ever seen. Carry-on is the most British thing ever seen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess with that, is it is that the end of the news? Day? Yeah, we are done with the news. Brill. real. Before we get on to the main portion, though, our recommendation corner, buy our merch, will you? <laughs> we actually get <laughs> yeah. that merch now. We are, are, thanks to those lovely people over at Maneuver, we now have an official store. We have three designs already up. The Martian Destroyer. I can't believe we actually got that on a T-shirt. <laughs> our classic chinwag heart and the then now forever pending shirt you can find that all at watermaneuvernet forward slash collections forward slash sweet chinwag podcast i can't believe i got to do that we have merch now that's so buy our cool. merch <laughs> buy. or not we're not the merch police we'll have a video out very soon i mean dan came up with a very very genius idea uh, calling a throwback to one of my previous jobs as well. So, look uh, yes. for that in the near future. <laughs> and the with... infomercial. And the infomercial. Of course. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, that's coming.
0: <laughs> but with that, it's time to get on with our main portion of this episode The Introduction to DDT Pro Wrestling, aka Reardon Loses His Mind.
1: Was <laughs> he god's name is this
0: so where do we start we let's start with a very very brief history of ddt and then me and dad will kind of introduce you to some of the wrestlers that have come in and out of the of the promotion and what you should be watching or what is the first match you should go out of your way to watch Reardon, are you ready sir no good because i'm gonna Good. start anyway <laughs> <laughs> okay so back in 1997 ddt or dramatic dream team was its official name was founded founded by Shintaro muto ddt was eventually kind of started off on the fringes of japanese wrestling or pura as an alternative to the strong style of the ano- or a or that was happening in New Japan, by incorporating more sports entertainment aspects of what WWE was doing, especially during the Attitude Era at that time, but also in the way of I guess J- Japanese sports entertainment. Yeah,
2: it's kind of weird to explain how it started, but it kind of began as a Japanese way of both going against the kind of you know the styles that were prevailing at the time, either the kind of Inoki style or King's Road with uh, All Japan, uh, and the kind of then evolving Noah as well.
0: Yes, uh, so it was as uh, said founded by Shintaro Muto, uh, it was then brought out by Shoichi Ichimaya, uh, in two fa- until at least about 2005. Fun fact about Shoichi Ichimaya, he Was very famous in DDT for parodying other wrestlers such as Misawa, Kabashi, Hulk Hogan, China. (laughs) China. China. (laughs) Look,
2: just wait until I tell you about one of the things that this company used to do, and you'll you'll lose your mind, (laughs) along with other stuff.
0: But and so and they've been around. They've been consistently have been around in the japanese scene since 97 and have kind of gone up and up been really in the up and up so hmm. not only do they uh, you know put on shows themselves but they've collaborated with a load of companies oh something you off, some that are really weird <laughs> so listing some of them off pancreas which of course was the shoot style wrestling promotion that yeah. ended up becoming mixed martial arts which is really weird to think about. which were founded by minoru suzuki yes <laughs> and by the way you know i again i will show we will show ridden images of mid 90s or early 90s minoru suzuki and damn that man was we a, already was a we already kid.
2: we already have before uh-huh. i know we have because <laughs> i saw a picture of him and i was know. like who is this handsome devil?
0: We've <laughs> just got to keep showing Reardon more pictures of Suzuki in the 90s. Dude,
2: I'll just readily search up more pictures of, like, <laughs> mid-90s Minoru Suzuki. The dude was fucking handsome as shit.
0: Yeah, I mean, yes. And now he is very, very intimidating and evil-looking. Yeah, now he's terrifying. <laughs> he's terrifying. <laughs> but not only Pancrase, we had, they've been, you know, they've collaborated with New Japan, Pro Wrestling NOAH, All Japan, CMLL in Mexico... Dragon Gate in America, Fight Club Pro in England, Wrestle One, and Big Japan Pro Wrestling.
2: Just so for those that don't know, Big Japan Pro Wrestling is a pro wrestling
0: company known for death matches. But yeah, they are the the blood and guts promotion in Japan. Like uh,
2: one of their signature matches is a ring which is covered in light tubes.
1: Oh Jesus! Every
2: God. every single rope has like. 10 light tubes stood up on it, yeah, yeah, really. They also have the glass table match, though. <laughs> no, uh, e- excuse me, oh, so basically, it's like a table match, but you got to put your opponent for a pane of glass, yeah, and they normally set it up between two chairs. Mm-hmm. The big Japan for you, oh
1: my god, <laughs>
2: Dude, big Japan is straight up terrifying, but when you watch it, it's like um it's straight up morbid curiosity is how i got
0: into it it really really is so it was a uh, so man with all of these you'd think how how does the comedy come into play in this company i'm glad you asked it's kind of become the absolute staple and Kind of the reason why Japanese wrestling has had this kind of revolution in comedy wrestling. They put on some ridiculous matches, uh, and they weren't even, like, exclusive to the ring. You had some in Japanese bars houses, you've had some in office complexes, game development studios. Actually, they did have a match at Yuke's, uh, in Yuke's studios, I believe. That sounds very appropriate. They've had matches in leisure centres, gyms swimming pools and let's not forget outside next to a river <laughs>
2: <laughs> so one of the, so one of the things that i want to do is i want to talk about kind of the rationale behind the starting of ddt Pro. yes and we already kind of covered it as well <laughs> but it basically came from the the easiest way to describe it was it was basically a japanese style parody of wwe yeah and basically the premise of it is take whatever you can come up with and times it by a thousand <laughs> <laughs> so like wwe is known for really overblown characters and really excessive match booking in at least into in, japan mm. <clears throat> and like ridiculous match types and <clears throat> like it's like when i was talking to my friends the other day and i said like so, like, what's the difference between a no holds barred match, a hardcore match, an extreme rules match, and uh, then say, like, a no DQ match?
1: That is a very good question.
2: <laughs> like, they're basically all the same thing now. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so it just kind of came from this desire to just take this thing and go even
0: further with it. And would you? Believe... And this this extends everywhere through the company. And would you believe as well? that during all of this reden they still they actually had uh tv that they actually were being broadcast on television this wasn't tape trading <laughs> they were on television in japan amazing they were on television they were doing pay-per-views these guys became like the one of the if not the top name in indie wrestling in the early 2000s It's also important to say that
2: at this current point in time, you know they have like sister and associate promotions. Uh, So those are eh? Ganbare Star. Mm -hmm. They also work with TJPW Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. Uh, They also have a link with uh, Basara, who was started by DDP Pro that came independent.
0: Yeah,
2: but like they are a wildly successful thing in japan
0: massively massively successful um so it was in oh and
2: sorry i should say um this year the company that owns ddt pro bought out noah
0: yes and so and they're now
2: emerging and they're now a merger company
0: yeah so Noah. so so the so noah and ddt are now Practically one and the same.
2: <laughs> you have to use DDT streaming service to watch
0: NOAA events, <laughs>
2: <laughs> which is one of the most confusing things.
0: <laughs> so, Reardon, would you like to know some of the titles that this company also has in its uh, history of, of? Would you
2: like Would you like to go over active, and I'll go over inactive?
0: Absolutely. So, before, as I said, before we get on to the nitty gritty of wrestlers and what matches you should be watching, what we have. <laughs> Set up in 2000, uh, DDT set up their own governing body known as KOD, and they set up three championships when they started. The KOD Openweight Championship, their main title, the KOD Tag Team Championship, and of course, the one I've talked about on occasion here, the Iron Man Heavy Metal Weight Championship basically the greatest title to ever exist (laughs) subsequently they would have more titles the six-man championship the 10-man tag team championship which again is an amazing idea (laughs) the extreme division championship the universal championship which is kind of like a hybrid of like an intercontinental and world championship
2: yeah, it was, it was that they created it to kind of help expand DDT acro- outside of Japan. Because uh, o- I will say,
0: I love DDT Pro, but one of the most difficult things is the language barrier. Absolutely. Absolutely. The 040 championship, <clears throat> which is currently being held by Gorgeous Matsuno, just. It's one of the Raiden,
2: do you know what the 040 title is about?
1: <laughs> Enlighten me. <laughs> uh,
2: the 040 title is a. Title in DDT Pro, which can only be contested by wrestlers over 40. Oh my god,
0: <laughs> it's an amazing championship! <laughs> and of course, uh, the Omori Dream Fair Championship, which is currently being held by Jakara, um, uh, at and it stands right now about nearly 1200 days. <laughs> One of the as well, longest... I, was, I was say though, but Chikara doesn't exist anymore. No. <laughs> so and it's so, still wait. being recognised as a championship though. But... Wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. Yeah. So he just has a defunct belt.
0: Yep, and it's been holding on to it for goodness knows how long. Well, longer than Bruno Sabatino. That's that's a <laughs> Dad, would you like to go over sub? If not all of the amazing defunct championships that DDT have had, Absolutely. oh boy, reader, strap yourselves in, strap yourself in, because you're going to be, your mind is going to be blown. So look, there, are, there are plenty
2: of uh, inactive titles, but I've picked out some of my favourites. So first of them is going to be the Sea of Japan, <laughs> and G. Uh, I, I'm going to butcher this. Gaoka six-person tag team championships, which were basically tag team championships that a team made for themselves, which then got incorporated yeah. into the current six-man tag titles.
0: Which, by the way, uh, Rueda, would you like to know of the team, the last team that held that championship?
1: I'm very intrigued, actually. Who, what was the team?
0: The team was called the Shit Heart Foundation of Hikaru Saito, Michael Nakazawa, and Telenissu... Matsudaka
1: Everything about this
0: <coughs> has, like, made it up.
1: You just sounds like you've just made it up to be a no,
0: meme. Uh
2: you have my you have my possibly my personal favorite behind behind another one uh, the Greater China Unified Sichuan Open title. Do you want to know a fun fact about this title?
1: <laughs> oh my god. What do you have to fight a fish?
2: Uh, no, the belt was uh, supposedly 4,000 years old, it was made of cardboard. <laughs> uh, and the person who introduced the title was introduced as the 4823rd champion. All previous people are unknown.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, you know what? That's got my attention. That has got my attention. Go on, uh,
2: you have the You have the World Mid-Breath Championship, Uh, uh, which was a title created for a specific match and which could only be defended in the Mid-Breath Gym in Japan, which is literally just a gym. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You have the the King of Dark title. (laughs) Uh, The stipulation on this one was that it could only be defended in dark matches. But it was only ever awarded to the person who lost the dark match. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just you just mind's already being blown by all this I, isn't it I, <laughs> I,
1: You're throwing a lot at me. Oh hang on, I need to just give me a moment.
2: <laughs> Don't worry, we've got we've got two more that are absolute bangers and my personal favourites.
1: Oh, okay, go on.
2: The IMGP World Heavyweight Championship, which is literally just a version of the IWGP Championship <laughs> from New Japan to take the piss, uh, named the International Muscle Grand Prix Championship, <laughs> <laughs> oh, which was literally made for a bodybuilding company yeah. that DDT Pro then absorbed <laughs> yeah. and we're like, this will be funny. <laughs>
0: Oh, please and tell then i gonna... present
2: to you <laughs> oh, a promotion which i will uh, a title which i will say kind of in some context may seem a little bit weird or maybe insensitive
1: oh oh weird
2: but oh god it's called it's called the fly to everywhere world championship also known as the union certified fly to everywhere <laughs> championship uh it was one of their women's titles uh it was retired in 2015. But it had a specific stipulation male wrestlers could compete for the title but they had to wear women's gear
1: right okay
0: and trust me there are quite a few men that, <laughs> that ended up competing <laughs> for that championship of course, like, I'm glad you put those up because there were a couple that I was worried that you were going to tell Reardon. I think that would have blown his mind and kind of made him stop this podcast, Dad. Well, because uh... they're... Because, I mean...
2: There there is one that has a very obvious name, which we could
0: use, which I'm not going to say. No, you know what? For for Reardon, for your sake, when you're researching, I want him to find it and then message us when he finds out this defunct champion. Yeah,
2: you can look at okay. you can look at it. I mean you can you know look what? at the
0: absolute one of the absolute kings of DGT
2: Pro, Dan Shokudino. Uh yeah, who is an what? interesting person. Absolutely. If you want the if you want the other one then it's it's got to be the Umemura PC Juku copy paste championship. <laughs> yes. But like that other than that though, I think the whole thing of male wrestlers can compete, but they have to wear one of the women's wrestlers on the roster's gear. Yep. Is such a weirdly specific thing that I'm like, someone yeah. clearly had a very specific intention in mind making this.
0: <laughs> they
1: really. Oh my god! I think I just found it.
0: Oh, you found it. <laughs> up, as of the recording, I thought he was going to do it afterwards, but he's doing it as of the recording. No, Dan really? Dino is a very weird person. Uh, Riordan, do, do you want to? Uh, do you want to repeat the, what the which you just found? Or... i is our podcast is for adults right? We uh, There is an explicit warning.
1: <laughs> right, then there's nothing I can, um, I I don't have to hide this at all. The, so, Dan Shoko, Dan Shoko Dino
0: Mm-hmm,
2: yep.
1: Had a, re- uh, is apparently a two-time winner of the Gay World <laughs> Anal
2: Championship. <laughs> I Defe- don't even know.
0: Like, I literally cannot quantify Defeating- anything about this. Defeating
1: Real Goku, Peter Pan.
0: Oh, we don't even get to Peter Pan yet.
1: Oh God, there's a story on Peter fucking Pan. So,
0: Pete, you might think you might think Peter Pan, really, is a is a wrestler, but as a matter of fact, Peter Pan is their biggest major pay per view event of the year. Basically, it's their WrestleMania.
1: Okay,
0: taking place first event taking place at Rio Goku because but because they kept getting popular, they ended up eventually um uh, doing matches at the Budokan, uh, and then eventually the Saitama Super Arena because of course of um the COVID nineteen uh, pandemic, yeah. uh but uh oh my goodness it's like this is where some some if not some of their greatest matches have happened. Uh, and one that I definitely want to talk about is one of the matches you should go out of your way to watch, uh, Reardon. But um, oh my goodness, this is uh, this is something special. <laughs> this is something uh, special. But so, Dan, now that we've given, I guess we've given, we've given Reardon kind of a brief history of of DDT. Um yep. Now, I mean, of course, they now have their own. Um, Uh, streaming service known as ddt universe um uh, and then they have they've had like magazine shows here there and everywhere in japan uh and of course they have had during peter pan they have had quite significant names in the world of wrestling in their events they have had okada tanahashi minoru suzuki at in their peter pan shows so yeah it's kind of crazy because like i (laughs) Made a thing of
2: this, of so like some of the big names, and like Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi, Oscar had uh, a had a quite distinct period uh, at DDT Pro. Uh, Finn Balor worked like free shows for them. Yep. Uh, uh, Namuchi a- uh, Aja Kong.
0: Yes. Namichi Marafuji, uh, one of the like the aces of Noah, has regularly appeared uh, there. Um, um, Takamichi the- Noku one of one of
2: one of the one of the kind of current regarded aces of uh Noah. Go Shiyazaki. Yes. Uh Dick Togo and Guido. <laughs> Tatsumi Fujinami. Masato Tanaka.
0: <laughs> he 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 won um the DO Grand Prix. Yep. This year. Yes. And of course, everyone's favorite person, Masahiro Chono. Leader yeah, of New oh, Japan. What? Uh, Of NWO, I should say. NWO Japan, of course. If it involves
2: Japanese wrestling, like Masahiro Chono has probably been involved at some point. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) He's been in like every damn company. Absolutely. So with all of that being said, Dan, should we give Riordan a couple of people, or at least a few people that he, if he's going to go into DDT as of today... He should be looking out for.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, I will just give a first one. And uh, she actually isn't with DDT Pro. Mm. But she's with Gambari Pururisu. Yes. Uh, that also goes by the name of Asuka.
0: <laughs> not to be confused. Uh,
2: not not to be confused with the Asuka we all know and love. Kana-chan. But... Uh, but Oscar in Gambari Purisu is uh, Japan's first trans champion.
1: Hey! age
2: twenty two and is regarded as one of the big prospect talents coming from Japan.
0: Yeah, she is really, really good. Like currently
2: currently the in, uh, international Junior heavyweight champion in Gambari part of the kod 10 man champions currently <laughs> previously the wave singles champ uh she is just absolutely regarded as one of the best young talents in japan
0: yeah and i like seriously like guaranteed you'll be hearing more of her come 2021 absolutely um big things are due it
2: I, I will say this uh it was a conclusion it was a comparison I drew myself, but um, I don't know that I've ever seen anyone say that. If you have said this thing before, then by all means, let me know. DDT Pro is like Japan's PWG.
0: Absolutely. Like, absolutely. It, it is
2: like, incredibly <clears throat> stupid, but also there's lots of really good stuff, and it's where a lot of people, a lot of really good people get their seasoning. Mm. Absolutely. Because like everyone knows that PWG is like really Good level wrestling, but yeah. everyone knows it's also well regarded for just like going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I think the comparison I've drawn is fairly apt.
0: <laughs> no, I, I that I can definitely agree on. Um, man. So for me, like one of the names that really sticks out at the moment for me, uh, I'm probably going to even like throw in the entire group as well. But Tetsuya Endo at the moment, who is current yeah. open open weight champion is really, really impressing me with what he's doing. He is oh man, he is good. Like really good. No, no, he is. Um, but no, also, but he's part of a very much in the sense of what they usually do in New Japan. They have factions, um, in kind of like their roster. So they're kind of not one just one singular roster. They they have their own kind of like groups and factions. And he's part, of course, of Damnation, who are kind of the big deal in DDT at the moment. Uh, with Damnation, we also have uh, Mad Pauly. <laughs> Trust me, you need to see it to believe it, Dan. another uh, Nobuhiro, Shimatani, and Daisuke Sasaki. Again, these guys. I-, I don't know about you, Dan, I really like Damnation. No, no, I, re- I really like them. Um, and of course all out as well they're a very good faction um especially one of the, the people uh, one of the people in all Out that i'm really really um taking a liking to is uh, konosuke takashita yeah no he's he's absolutely one of my favorites right now i absolutely love what he's been doing takashita is I, he is he is silly good dubbed the future of um ddt uh, named the Rookie of the Year by Tokyo Sports in 2013 when he debuted and ended up becoming the youngest person to hold the KOD Openweight Championship at 21 and also had the longest reign at 405 days. That man, uh, honestly, he's cu- has become quite the staple uh, for um, DDT and um, no, kind of he was he. He was like Takashita was the reason I started to kind of properly get into DDT of course we know about like abushi and Omega kind of really making a name for themselves out there um, but it was it was like the stuff that Takashita was doing that was making me go all right I'm gonna sit down and probably watch as much of this as I possibly can um <clears throat> anything uh, any any other names that you you can think of Dan uh, that really uh, you yeah no, there's,
2: so there's there's a few people uh, right now, be it that he is just over there doing time. Previous Universal Champion Chris Brooks. Chris Brooks, are oh, just oh. Dan uh, knows
0: one of my absolute loves. I was gonna say Dan and Reardon both know how much I love Chris Brooks.
1: <laughs> that is very true. I mean, to be
0: to be fair, DDT is like the perfect
2: fit for him because if you see what saw what he was doing in like Defiant. Um, mm. And then, and even even to a lesser extent, in progress as well. Yeah, you know, he, he was still he's got he's got comedic chops. It fits so perfectly with him.
0: And um, he is in the... <laughs> so technically sound for a guy mm. his he height as well. He is very technically sound <laughs> and can do a lot of quite agile things he's <clears throat> tall and lanky very much like me <laughs> it's
2: <laughs> yeah it, it's, kind of, it's kind of crazy i, I mean the, one, the thing for me is always his flexibility when doing the submission because it seems like he can do an octopus hold in basically any position <laughs> exactly just <is>, like terrifying <laughs> but Lady... i mean in that in that same in that same vein the uh master takanashi his yes. tag team partner in cdk yes um is amazing to be fair the first thing that ever drew me to him was his hair <laughs> yes, it, yes. It, it's kind of difficult to describe but it's
0: like it's like shinsuke it, nakamura it, and, and and minoru suzuki had a baby that hair It it's it's like
2: <laughs> you know that like greaser style yeah okay ridden yeah <clears throat> imagine like a 50s style greaser right mm-hmm. but like the front pompadour bit is like a per is like permed
1: oh dear god
0: <laughs> it suits him though that's the problem
1: <laughs> that's impressive it,
0: it, it is it is really it is really
2: something but no they're they're absolutely great together um men have done absolutely amazing work um Hiroshima oh, was fantastic yes. get a great match with chris brooks at the start of this year mm, oh yeah no um that was da- in February. Yeah, that, that was the I believe that was the one that took place in the lecture hall. Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, it took
0: place in a university lecture hall. <laughs> Which you can, I believe you can find on uh, it's, it's free on YouTube. It's free on YouTube, really. So you can go out of your way to find that one. <laughs> um,
2: <clears throat> uh, and then just my, my final one, uh and I'll, I'll just say this, uh I actually found him by accident. Uh Sanshiro Takagi. Ah oh, yes. And it's it's odd to try and describe Sanshiro Takagi, but basically
0: his gimmick is that he's just a Japanese stone cold. Yeah, and believe it or not, this man is also the president, the current president of DDT.
1: Of course he bloody is.
0: <laughs> like that's the closest way to
2: describe it. He he's basically just a Japanese stone cold. There is also Daisuke Sasaki. <laughs> uh, who did quite a bit of time in uh, New Japan. Yeah. Um, and he's kind of like, I mean, I don't even know, I even know where to start with Daisuke Sasaki, but <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: um,
2: oh. yeah, but like I, I love Sanjiro, San Takagi, just because it kind of meets this weird it kind of meets this weird intersection of like a Japanese person trying to do a version of what Americans thought was cool in the 90s. Mm. <laughs> it's a very
0: specific intersection, but it kind of works. It, yeah, it, it really... Somehow, it really works. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, let us not forget, quite possibly, one of the most imposing, dominating, and downright terrifying figures in all of ddt pro yoshihiko now look right we, we, we're talking about we're talking about a legend of the game this man this 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 wrestler is so intimidating so innovative in what they've done as well as just being downright scary sometimes with just how good they are in the ring I mean, you know, admittedly, right. admittedly, they deflate quite a bit in the ring, but still, you know, some some ask if they have the air to last the long matches. But
1: like, I hate both of you.
2: <laughs> you know, we're we you know we're we're
0: talking about someone incredible here. Put on an absolute uh, clinic uh, with Kota Ibushi. There's a reason why their match, Yoshihiko versus Kota Ibushi, is the highest viewed match on DDT's YouTube channel.
2: Dude, have you ever seen someone hit nine Canadian destroyers in a row? I think not. Could Okada do that?
0: I think not. Exactly. I've never seen a guy be lifted 15 feet into the air and then drop down with such grace. Like... Are
1: you two finished? (laughs)
0: Look, the, the dive with the flip in the middle as well.
2: Are you two finished?
0: I think so. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we will
2: finish. we're finished
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> alright Reardon before we get even more um, shattered, out would you like to would you like to kind of know where to start what kind of matches or where in the world or the internet sh- could you start or where you should start with DDT Pro
1: I I have so many questions. I don't even know where to begin. Feel
0: free to start asking questions. Yeah, feel free uh, to start asking them. Now. Uh, okay. <laughs> We're here okay.
1: <laughs> right. First question, and I mean this in every—I mean this with every sincere bone in my body. Why? <sighs> why does this exist and i'm not saying that like flippantly i need to know how this why, All right, short, why meme, like short, this?
2: short meme answer me because bants um, <laughs> long answer i think it's just a reaction to the kind of style of japanese wrestling that is so for, i mean i mean blame oki
0: yeah, I think for honestly. making
2: such a serious mm. sport centric product, but like when you consider what Japan is known for on the internet, one of the first things was how weird their TV is.
1: That is true. Yeah.
2: So I feel like it's just it's just a very Japanese kind of thing, kind of kind of in the same way that wrestling it was part of British cabaret. Hmm.
0: Hmm.
2: Japan, like DDT, is just like pretty much just Japanese people having fun with like the sports entertainment sense of wrestling. Mm. Yep.
1: <laughs> okay. That <laughs> makes Sub- 5% <laughs> more sense. Oh, God. Okay. So, if I were to inject this madness into me, where would I start?
0: Real talk about this and on it like one of the very first things is their youtube has such a wealth of amazing content that you can go and like cherry pick what you want to watch you can go from a uh, a kind of straight up straight laced wrestling match to a over the top balls to the wall gimmick match and it's all there on their youtube to see uh but if i was to give you a match to, to, to watch right now that you can go and easily find real talk it would probably be Kota Ibushi versus Kenny Omega their very first meeting in 2008 and this was Kenny's first excursion to Japan as well this kind of feel I feel is like the very essence of DDT condensed into one singular match because it's your straight laced match there is also silly gimmicks bollocks that happens in the middle of the match and as well as the quote-unquote amazing comedy that they both have and chemistry that they both have together. Uh, if, so if, if, if you were forced to sit down and have to watch a DDT match, I would recommend that one to start. <laughs> then you could go into the ridiculousness of the leisure centre swimming pool matches. Which has, by the way, one of the greatest spots I've ever seen in a wrestling match, which is when Chris Brooks took his put his opponent yeah. in a figure four lev- leg lock and then went down a water slide still with the figure four leg lock on.
1: Okay, that is impressive. And I, <laughs> like, I, I, that is, you know, what? I you know what?
0: That is one
2: of the hardest going spots ever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I. You know what? I have been looking at you guys like you... You guys can't see it, but I've been looking at you guys through my computer screen like you are both insane. But... No, that's that's understandable. But hearing that, you know what? All right, I'll take that. that. That, 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 that... demands at least a quick look-see.
0: <laughs> then you can go on to the rivalry of Kota Ibushi and Yoshihiko, culminating in that great match that they had in the office complex. But Dan, I digress. What would match would you recommend to <laughs> to start with? Uh, yeah, so de- definitely uh, definitely the
2: Chris Brooks match, because that's pretty easy to find. It's from February this year. And it is quite fun just seeing them fight down like a university lecture hall. <laughs> uh... <laughs> but for me if i had to say there was one there was one to watch uh, i would probably go uh Takashita takshita versus harashima mm. uh, judgment 2017
0: yes yes it's
2: like a 30 minute match for the main title and it is just like it, as much as we talk about like this the silly bollocks that happens <laughs> This is just a really good wrestling match between two guys, but they like they, they also know that they can afford to like not take it so seriously.
0: Mm. Mm. It's just it's honestly just a really really good match. Mm. Oh, as well, I mean, talking about Kota and Kenny, their meeting at uh, Peter Pan 2012 for the uh, for the uh, the KOD uh, Openweight Championship is a really good match. That was the one that took place at, at Budokan. And is kind of lived in infamy as being one of Kota Ibushi's best matches. Yeah,
2: you can also have uh, Kota Ibushi versus El Generico.
0: Yes, from like twenty twelve. <laughs> also, uh, yeah, let, let let us let it be known, Riden, that Sami Zayn's like Japanese promotion when he was when he was on his way to uh, NXT was uh, was DDT, and he had uh, quite a quite a rivalry with Kota Ibushi. <laughs> Actually, he had at one point he had a match with Kota Ibushi in a kayak. Both of them in kayaks, hitting each other with the oars.
2: I'm gonna what's say this. That... What's even funnier about that is in that same rivalry, Kota Ibushi had a match in Ring of Honor against El Generico. <laughs> yes. and it was like one of the most straight-up, like hard-hitting matches you've seen.
1: <laughs> I will say this. I'm honest to God, like, one, I am not surprised that Sami Zayn was in DDT Pro. At oh, all. no, it's so powerful, of course. At, at all, that is the least surprised I have been this entire time. <laughs> However, I am surprised that he left.
2: <laughs>
1: like, I, like, that man found his promised land and he left? Why? Why?
0: To go to a to a children's home in Tijuana. Yeah. To look <laughs> after the orphans. Him and Kevin Spear, of course, went to What? The... <laughs> Do you not know the story, like the backstory of of El Generico? Well we sh- we
2: sh- we should make it clear, right? Like these on um, these rumors are going around that Sami Zayn and El Generico are the same person are unfounded. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ugh right yeah and he's there with Kevin but Steve we all know that we kids. all know
2: that el generico finished at ring of honor he'd made enough money so that he could go and fund the orphanage in tijuana for the
0: children that also wanted to be wrestlers and that rumor as well of that promo of him saying he eats children is completely unfounded as well he 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 had a bad understanding
2: of english and his tra- and the person who was helping him told him that he wanted to say that it doesn't represent
0: el generico at all damn you cabada <laughs>
1: I am going out of my mind
2: <laughs> right and,
0: now, and 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 thus that is complete. We have we've done it, Dad. The, the the we've the, broken him. The prophecy has come true. And we have broken Ridden with professional wrestling. How do you feel, sir?
1: I am literally staring at my ceiling.
0: <laughs> Understandable. Have a nice day.
1: Just the most a thousand-yard stare right now.
2: Dude, I didn't even have to mention the, the Paintball match. I didn't even have to mention Andreza in length. <laughs> I can't remember I, I I remember seeing it at one point. Didn't they do a like a death match but where the only weapon was Lego? Yes.
1: That sounds horrifying. <laughs> yes no way i
0: remember seeing that but i've never been able to find it since <laughs> so, I Good. that there is i feel like there are two things in those sorts of matches nowadays that i find that it would be truly painful to take a spot on and that's lego and of course brandon cutler's spot of using d20s ah! <laughs> i hope he never switches to a d4 oh, oh. <laughs>
1: That's no, you're if you if you drop, I don't even think Mick Foley would want to take that
2: because I because I've been there and said people like because like I mean, slowly over this year, I've kind of gotten more into like deathmatch wrestling, Mm. and people are like, oh, so like you'll watch someone go through a pane of glass, but like a thumbtack spot is too much. I'm like, okay, but here's the thing though, right? The, The glass is like a single moment, and okay, yeah, you probably get a glass in your body, but like seeing someone take a thumbtack spot and then see them, like, sit up and they're still in hurts me to my core. Yes.
0: Yes. And so I've let alone being live.
2: dropped on fucking polyhedral dice.
0: Yeah. Ow. No,
1: no,
2: no. Or Lego.
0: <laughs> and on that note, Ridden, do you need a moment? Do, do you think we should end here? Because I feel like I think we need should give moment. him a week. <laughs> I agree, Dad. You
2: can have the week off, Reardon. All right. Thank you. I was going to say. You still have to
0: turn up for the. You still have to turn up for the, um, Tuesday, though. Of course. Uh... You do have to turn up for that one. But no. Final question, and I'm going to give it to Reardon. With all of that being said, would you. Have you been convinced, or at least your curiosity been piqued into at least looking at the world of DDT Pro?
1: I feel like. I feel like I'm at the beginning of Apocalypse Now.
0: That's a quote <laughs> for the Instagram.
1: <laughs> where I'm just... I've been dancing and I'm just crying in my bed, bleeding. I then suddenly,
2: explain how much of a mood that statement is.
1: <laughs> and all I could think of is the quote I wanted a mission and for my sins they gave me one. <laughs> I will be checking out DDT Pro <laughs> because I I have to know.
0: Because you feel like you can't that you, you can't not at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I think that just I think that's you know that's our work done really, isn't it Dan? Absolutely. <laughs> and with that comes an end to yet another sweet chinwag. Um uh, gonna go rest for a bit. I think he's yeah. gonna have a blanket and a hot chocolate and um mould this one over for a couple of weeks. But before we head off
2: Do you want me to send you a Chinese hun?
1: I would I would devour a Chinese mate
0: (laughs) seriously you've got a Jojo mug as well so you can have a massive hot chocolate now
1: it was you wasn't it
0: I'm not saying anything, but before we head off, fight, before,
1: listen, I will, fu- you know what? Just, just make the, just do the, just, we're talking about this at I the end. I will fight you. We will talk about this at the end. Do the thing.
0: All right. Before we head off, we're going to uh, announce our next episode. And this is one that I know for a fact, a certain someone here has been very, very excited about doing. We have hinted it on socials. We've hinted it here and there. Well, ever since we started in May, really. But we figured, why not for uh, yeah the penultimate one yeah. to end the year on? We are going to be talking about the European Championship. It's my episode! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm genuinely chuffed because I just want to hear Dad get so hyped over this. Oh, so damn, I'm going to be fucking excited. I get you to know... talk
2: about D'Lo Brown. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the weird chicken head bobby always used to do in his entrances i don't know how his head didn't just fly the off the king entry. of head movements um, yeah we talk about the highs the lows which of course involve Shawn michaels for some reason <laughs> Why Shawn michaels in the late 90s <laughs> <laughs> and of course we talk about it's kind of legacy that it's left on european wrestling and just in wwe in general
2: um, it's incredibly weird nebulous space it
0: exists in exactly especially especially in its uh, in later years when it ended up being the 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 anchor point for a video game but we'll get into that in the next episode that's all, all that's left for me to say is that i hope riordan's all right but for me dan and riordan this has been the sweet chin wag and we will see you as ever on the next one Bye! Bye!